0: Up until this point in the podcast, we've been working on what it means to walk your talk. You shape your behavior and you'll build yourself into a really trustworthy person. But here's a thought. If you can shape the behavior of a whole group, together you can achieve anything. This is Walking Your Talk, a personal development podcast about leadership, authenticity, and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor, and I've spent my life working with leaders in organizations on how to change their culture. But this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks your talk at work and beyond, then this podcast is for you. After our holiday break, today I want to start a very exciting new series and a whole new dimension, which is how you can shape the behavior of others and how actually as part of walking your own talk, you build communities of people around you who are walking their talk. Because in fact, when people judge you, particularly if you're the leader of any group, they will judge you not only by your own behavior, but also by who you surround yourself with and how they're behaving. So if you're the leader in an organization, then that means building a culture. That's what it would be called. A culture is actually simply a shared set of behaviors that a whole group adopt and display regularly. Shared standards of behavior are also important, of course, for a family or a team, whether it's a work team or a sporting team or any group who are bound together. I have and I'm sure you have if you're a parent, a few core behaviours and ways of thinking that I've tried to nourish in our family. Taking responsibility, for example, has always been one, above the line as I call it, not blaming others. I remember my daughter saying to me once, sometimes it's such a pain living in this family because all of my friends just get to hang out and blame and complain about other people. You know, but you keep asking us, you know, how are we are going to respond to that situation, what's happened, you know, rather than just blaming. I do feel for them. But I'm also kind of really proud of who they are. So it is possible to shape behaviours of a whole group. And the reason it's possible is because as human beings, we're actually all hardwired to fit in to the group or the community of which we're a member. We, we need each other to survive. And so what happens is we all look around that, of the group, the tribe, whatever group we've formed, and we work out how everyone else is behaving, and we kind of gradually adjust our own behavior so that we will fit in. And if we really don't fit in, we'll tend to leave the group or maybe be ejected by the group. So what happens, in fact, is that groups do build a shared set of behaviors. And as a leader or a member, actually, of a group, you can shape that. And that's what we're going to cover in the next few episodes. You know, I find actually that many people are just not even aware that that can be done. I mean, you would have all heard companies, particularly recently, in industries that have got into trouble because of the behavior of their people. You know, the banking industry or safety problems or general reputational issues. And I was talking to someone very senior in one of those companies quite recently before I, I gave a presentation, and he actually said... I don't understand how I can be held accountable for my people and how they behave. Because after all, I haven't even met them. You know, I don't control them. And that would be a fairly common view. I remember, you know, not that long ago, it must be maybe seven, eight years ago, um, Rupert Murdoch sitting in the parliament in, in Great Britain and arguing that He couldn't be held responsible for the behavior of the journalists in his newspaper, it was called News of the World, who'd basically been tapping into the mobile phones illegally of people who died in order to try and get some story on them. And he was going, well, I can't be accountable for that. Now, what I'm suggesting is, in fact, as a leader, you absolutely not only are accountable for it, but you can shape the behavior, which means that, you know, it's okay to be accountable for it. And that's what we're going to cover. So, you can listen to this as a leader in an organization or as a parent in a family or as a team leader, but actually also as a team member. Or if you want to think really big, you know, as a concerned member of your community or your country or society, because you can shape the behavior of others. And that's what I'm going to want to explore. So, first step, first exercise for this week is to get really clear on what behavior it is that you want to build into your group. And here's my first piece of advice based on many years of experience. Start with one. Start with one behavior. So, you know, I advise organizations on culture and they often come in with this great long list of behaviors that they want to see in their people. You know, they want more accountability. They want more teamwork. They want more customer centricity. They want this. They want the other. And what happens is that, you know, I am encouraging them to just pick one because, as you'll see as we go on, just getting one established as a habit is actually pretty damn hard. So much better try one, get some success, build it as a norm. If you succeed at that, you know, you can try some more. So which one might you consider to pick? So, you know, maybe your organization's already laid out a list, in which case, Pick one of those. In the earlier episodes of this podcast, we have lots of examples of customer-centric behaviors or one-team behaviors or empowerment and so on. Or second option is to pick something that really matters to you. So imagine your group or your team or your family or whatever. Imagine that everyone was displaying this one behavior most of the time what difference would that make? This is a great exercise to do, actually. Pick one and imagine everything. What would be different? What different outcomes would there be? For example, you know, for a team, you know, the motivation would be different, or the engagement would be different, or family, you know, the happiness would be different, the love would be different. Or for others, maybe their customers, What your, in what way would your customers be different? Or what could you achieve that was different as a business or a performance outcome? So here are some examples which I've found very powerful because they are very clear. But any one of them, if you imagine what it would be like for the whole of your group, were doing this. Do what you say you'll do. Imagine if that was a behavior that was the norm in the group you're thinking of. Imagine the trust you would build or the reliability with customers, the delight that they would see from that. So that one behavior has got all sorts of major outcomes. So, you know, why dilute it by trying to do a dozen other behaviors all at the same time? Frankly, just to get you do what you're saying you're going to do as a norm in your community is a big deal. Another one that's quite fun to work with is listen. Listen fully right to the end. Now, here I've got a confession, actually, because in my family, the one I was a child in, we never learnt this. Our norm, completely normal, would be that everyone would interrupt each other all the time, still does. We all sit down over the dinner table, and we had a big deal about sitting down over the dinner table and having all these lively discussions and arguments, and it was absolutely great, but it was completely normal behavior that everyone just jumped over each other and spoke over to each other, and frankly, we were interested in saying what we wanted to say much more than listening to someone else. I have to tell you, and any of you who know me may know this, but interrupting is something that I really have to work on even now because I never got it in the culture that I grew up in. And it wasn't until I moved into other groups that people went, actually, you're not listening to me. You're interrupting me. Okay, what do you mean? (laughs) Anyway, enough said. So listening is a good one. Speaking up, raising difficult issues. That's another very clear behavior that you could pick and really work on or don't blame, take responsibility, or something more specific, like no explicit or implicit sexual innuendos. You think about one that would be really meaningful for you. The more specific it is, the easier it is to achieve. And the reason for that is because when you're seeking to shape the behavior of a group, it's much easier if the behavior or its opposite is visible and that when it happens, everyone can agree that it did happen or it didn't happen. So when you say something kind of vague, like be safe, for example, I might say, well, I think this is safe. And you would go, no, 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 by my standards, it's not safe. Whereas don't go over the speed limit is very clear. So pick a behavior, this is the exercise for this week, and then we'll go on next week to talk about how you can then use them. Pick a behavior that is really beneficial, that you can see the benefits, you can describe, you can imagine what those benefits would be like. Secondly, pick something that is specific and visible, that if three or four people were in the same room, they would likely all agree that it either was or wasn't being displayed. And thirdly, pick a behavior that you feel really passionate about, that resonates with your values, something that you hold dear, because you're going to have to be prepared to work on this and know that it really is the right thing to do and it's worth it. Or pick a behavior that your organization has already decided is important and you can do all of these exercises, go on. But see if you can find what one would really work for you and then start watching whether you see it or don't see it in the group that you're most concerned and passionate about. And then next week, what we'll go into is starting to work how you can influence others around that behavior. So very happy that you could join me after the break in this new year, for those of you who are listening to these sequentially. And I look forward to sharing more about shaping others' behavior next week, bye.